Welcome to the Contagious Victories podcast. Each week, we talk inspiration, explore possibilities, and share insights from creative perspectives. I'm Tori Blackman, and I'm here to remind you that your purpose in life is to celebrate the victories, because victories are contagious. Episode 19 of Contagious Victories is brought to you by Cacti Palm Productions. We specialize in video production and drone media along the Gulf Coast. Dylan and I are really trying to grow our Instagram at Cacti Palm. So if you want to follow us and check out all the amazing work Dylan does, then give us a follow at Cacti Palm on Instagram. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Contagious Victories. This is Victoria Blackman, and I'm the host of the Contagious Victories podcast. I'm also a TV personality and content creator who inspires with victory stories. Today, I am going to start off with a really inspiring quote. This is a line from the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and I really love this, especially at this time of year. And I know some of our listeners are going to get a kick out of it as well. The quote is, Remember, you're the one who can fill the world with sunshine. With everything going on in the world at this time with the COVID-19 coronavirus epidemic, it can be easy to get bogged down by feelings of negativity and anxiety and maybe lose our place in this world, but that does not have to be the case. Sometimes you just need someone to remind you that the sunshine does come from inside. And you can share it with others, and it really does brighten the world when you do. It can also give you a sense of purpose and direction, and that's been the case with me with the Contagious Victories podcast. If you've been eager to start something of your own, maybe a podcast or a YouTube channel or a new Instagram featuring a hobby that you enjoy, then now is the perfect time to get started. Share it with us in the Contagious Victories community. We would love to help you out, even if it's just by listening to your ideas. Know that you have a support system in us, even if you are just getting started. podcast, I'm going to be giving you a few tips and tricks for working at home and how to make your time working at home the most productive possible. Before we do that though, I do have a meditation that I've prepared for us today. And I do this every episode just to clear our hearts and minds and get us in a space where we can really accept the present moment. So if you would like to join me, you are invited to repeat these affirmations to yourself or out loud. I'm also going to repeat a Bible verse to you that I read over the last week that really stuck to me that I've been excited to share with you. So I hope that resonates with you also. But we can just start by taking a few deep breaths and getting into a comfortable position. As we stop and just enjoy this present moment together. A lot of people have reached out, or not a lot, but a few people have reached out about hearing the sounds of tapping during the meditations. And someone even asked if it was me trying to do ASMR, because I know sometimes like on YouTube they do the ASMR and you can hear like a little tapping and they'll talk in a really relaxing voice and what's funny is no I am not trying to do ASMR but my dog has um, little nails they need to be cut but because of the grooming situation with the quarantine 
um, a lot of that has been put on hold. So anyways, what I'm trying to get at is that's her walking around on our hardwood floors. And you can hear the tapping sometimes while I get really quiet. And so I just wanted to clear that up. I thought that was funny. And I did start to hear her walking in the background, so forgive me. But if Daisy's little tapping on the hardwoods does relax you in any way, then that's great. Um, leave a comment in the Contagious Victories community and let us know, because I think that's really funny, but it's great that she's been able to help in a little bit of a relaxing way. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to just recognizing that breath. We need to bring a little bit of audible um, just noise to our breath work if we need to add an ah or <sighs> as we release the breath on the exhale then we can do that too it's really important to bring your attention to each and every breath especially at a time like right now when so many are being affected by this horrible horrible respiratory virus so Especially when we're working on breath uh, work, when we're doing breath work, it's important to just say thank you every time we breathe in and exhale. And for me, even adding that audible sound to the breath releases a little bit more tension. So if you feel like letting a little bit of a ah out on the exhale, you are in a safe space. No judgment here. And hey, I'm the one on the microphone, so no one's recording you. No one will even know. So just go on and let it out. Let out all the stress that you've been holding on to, that the world has been throwing at you, that's been coming even from the inside in some cases, that has been just bubbling out. Let it go. Earlier today, I cried. I don't know why, I just I felt emotional and I needed to let it out. So if tears come up, oh, let them out. Repeat after me if you feel invited to do so. You're always invited, but sometimes it calls us more than other times. I am strong, safe, and flexible. Miracles happen every day. And I go within to dissolve the pattern that created this. I accept a divine healing right now, and so it is. I take in life in perfect balance. I gently flow with life. The universe will always provide everything I need. I now focus my attention on eternal abundance. I am safe. <sighs> 
I flow with the positive love that is present right here, right now. And I don't do this every meditation, but I wanted to include it in this podcast episode because I think it is healing words right now. Um, I have a daily devotional that I read and do daily, and basically it's a little journal that includes a Bible verse, and it gives you a couple of lines to write your your thoughts on that Bible verse. And what I typically like to do is I'll write down how the Bible verse first made me feel. And then I'll go back and I'll open my Bible and I'll look up that verse and kind of read the entire, um, the entire passage of it. So this one is from yesterday and it's Psalms 118.14. It says, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And the reason this one particularly struck a chord within me is because I've been singing so much recently. And I love to sing, first of all. I'm not the best singer, but I'm not terrible. I've taken lessons in the past, and I've been involved with musicals and and theater throughout my life. But I just enjoy singing so often, and it's not a part of myself I, I normally put on display or anything. But I've been singing so much lately, and I think it's just been a way of self soothing. A, a way of getting my um, my attitude up whenever I'm feeling down or if I feel myself kind of getting bogged, then, then I'll just think of my favorite song and I'll start singing. And it's not anything conscious that I've done recently, but I have been doing it more. And someone pointed out, it was Dylan, he pointed out that I've been doing it a lot more lately. So when I read this verse yesterday, it really resonated with me because it says here, you know, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And I mean, I don't have medical advice to give. I love meditating and I'm really good at, at self-care advice. But, you know, right now we're all kind of, we all kind of have our arms up. We really don't know where we're going to go as a, as a society, as humanity. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're going to be okay no matter what happens. But how soon are we going to be okay? Like what is, what's the the life on this virus like how long are things going to be this way you know so um so to read that you can find strength in song and to feel that already on a subconscious level inside of myself and then to be um I guess to to have that reaffirmed through this bible verse yesterday man it it really felt beautiful and so I couldn't wait to share it with you and when I looked up the actual like the entire passage psalms 118 um which i do want to read real quick it just it continued to show that like even though this little booklet did not know or my journal not the booklet but my little bible verse journal did not know that the virus was going to be prevalent right now it's not a dated journal in the sense that it has dates on it i've had it for over the course of two or three years and i started doing it at one point and then i kind of fell off and so i like this copy this journal because it's not one that you have to go and kind of follow along with the calendar so the reason i bring that up is because not only is it a verse that fits very well with this time period right now at this point of history 
the writers of the little journal had no idea and they weren't even like putting it to a calendar so that they, they didn't even know I would be reading this verse on March 31st so um, anyways I just thought that was kind of neat and so here is the full passage of Psalms 118 it says praise to God for his everlasting mercy oh I give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever let Israel now say his mercy endures forever let the house of Aaron now say, His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. For what can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me, yes, they surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of righteousness. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open me to the gates of righteousness. I will go through them and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you for you have answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with the cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God. I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Wow. Okay, so I will be honest. I don't know what all of that means. I don't have all the answers, and I would be dumb to pretend that I do. Aside from what I said earlier, what really stands out about that entire passage is that this is a day that the Lord has made. Today. And we might not understand what's going on as far as the coronavirus, or maybe we're just going through a really dark period in general. Maybe 2020 is not, not so great for us. However, God trusted us with today. We have to get our head out of the sand. We can't think about yesterday. We can't think about the future. Today is the day he chose for us to live. And everything we've been through up until this moment in time has prepared us for what we're gonna face tomorrow, for what we're gonna face in the next moment. And it shows us that we're strong enough to face all of those things because look how far we've come. 
So rejoice in today, despite the circumstances that you don't understand. No one understands what's going on right now. I mean, I work for a news station and they're doing the best they can to educate people and they're doing a great job. They're at the front lines, just like the people in the medical field and the people who are helping the sick and all the nurses and the doctors and all of the people who have stepped forward who are doing things that they never thought that they would ever have to do. We're becoming enlightened and we're getting smarter and we're getting answers and you know, every day we're getting better. But if we don't rejoice in the journey of understanding all of these things and in the whole process of going through all of this, then it's all for nothing and we miss the entire lesson. I don't know what this lesson is trying to teach us. I have no idea. Like I said, I don't know the answers. But today we're alive. Today might be hard, but we're here. We've got each other. We're a community and there's love here. If you have faith and you have hope and you know that not only the good days are worth celebrating, but the entire life is worth celebrating, the good, the bad, the ugly, then you will start to realize that there has got to be a purpose for this. Whether that has to do with nature starting to heal, whether it has to do with people refocusing their interests and their lives and getting that back on track, whether it has to do with abundance or a financial lessons, you know, we all have our own battles to deal with. We all have our own demons, but as we go through our own challenges, we can all find comfort in knowing that we're not going through dark times alone. The dark times might look different for everyone, but just look over to your right, look over to your left. You've got a neighbor, you've got a neighbor, and they feel that same sense of uncertainty. And together we can all rejoice and celebrate the unknown because most of the time, the unknown turns out to be beautiful. Sometimes there's tragedy there, but there's usually beauty that can be found there as well. There's always love, always. I'm so blessed and so lucky to be here right now. And I feel so comfortable being able to share these thoughts, although vulnerable, <laughs> I feel comfortable sharing these thoughts with you. And I just wanna say thank you for listening and let's get back to the show so we can talk about those tips for working at home. So how do you like it? How do you like working from home? We are all working at home more these days and the distance from our physical work locations may cause us a little bit of distraction. Here are seven ways to stay more productive while you work from home or any remote location, like your bedroom. <laughs> um, so just like a normal work week, progress and productivity doesn't just happen naturally. You kind of got to set it up for it to happen, and it takes a great deal of effort. Starting the night before actually maximizes the time that you have in between each tasks because you already know what you're doing. You don't have to wait and spend time figuring out what you're supposed to be doing for the workday. So tip number one is to... Take as much time as you can the night before to set up and plan your day. You're going to be glad you did this, whether that looks like making a list the night before of all the duties that you want to get done the next day or just, you know, prepping your work area so that you know you have a desk to come come back to the next following morning. Whatever that looks like for you, setting up a little routine the night before that is specifically focused on your work duties 
is going to be really helpful and it's going to help you maximize that time in the morning so that you don't have to start your day and jump into work right away. You can kind of like take your time and ease into it and you don't have to like rush to get your laptop out when, you know, your boss is calling you at eight o'clock or whatever. You, you have all of that set up the night before. So go ahead and do yourself a favor and be prepared. Tidy your space before you go to bed each night so that waking up in the morning isn't a huge hassle. Tip number two kind of piggybacks off tip number one, and that is to take your time when you wake up. Cherish each moment in the morning. Get a good stretch in. Do a meditation. Just take a second to breathe in the morning air. Take some quiet time to wake up and cherish yourself and think about all of the thoughts that have been collecting in your brain, you know, overnight and all those dreams and maybe you journal them down or, you know, maybe you drink a little glass of water or some coffee or eat some oatmeal to kind of wake yourself up. Whatever you need to do to get yourself ready for that work day. You don't want to skip that morning time, that sacred space, that sacred time in the morning. You don't want to skip it because then the rest of your day is going to be all haywire and all over the place. You want to take some time for yourself in the morning and get your head on straight so that the day is yours, so that the world doesn't influence your your day in any weird ways that you don't want it to. It really is a game changer. So take some time in the mornings. That is tip number two. Number three is to communicate with others in your workspace. So Obviously, I don't mean your actual workspace because if you're working from home, then the people in your work space are not exactly the people that are in your work life. So you want to communicate with maybe your, you know, neighbor. So if you're doing a conference call and, you know, they have dogs that are barking loud, then maybe communicate with your neighbor that between the hour of, you know, one and two or whatever, whatever it might be you need them to kind of be quieter than usual because you're working from home this week and if they could maybe take their dog for a walk or something, I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of throwing out examples, but communicate with the people in your current workspace and let them know that just because you're at home doesn't mean that you can like take on all these extra activities like laundry and babysitting, I don't know what it is, but that you have to reserve the time for your work, your actual work and they need to not create as many distractions as they usually do. Basically, that's that's the gist of, of tip number three. Just say it in a really nice way because a spoonful of sugar does help the medicine go down. <laughs> okay, so tip number four is set an alarm. And I don't mean set an alarm to get out of bed. What I mean is set an alarm, use a timer, so that when you're working on tasks, they don't take all day. I happen to fall victim of this all the time. I tend to spend way too much time on certain projects because I happen to be a perfectionist. And so by setting in a a little alarm, it helps me get more done throughout the day. The timer that I use is actually called Forest. It's an app that I believe is available on both um, Android and iPhone devices. So if you use either of those, you can probably buy it too. I think it was like $3.00. I'm not really sure, but I've had it for about a year or so, and it's really improved my life, not just during this corona time, but it has truly helped me take my productivity to the next level and help me focus on things because the way that Forest works is it's an app that allows you to like plant a digital seed 
and a flower grows or a tree, depending on how long you want to set that timer for. And if you pick up your phone and you change the app, maybe you go and check Instagram or you check your email, then that flower or that tree dies. And you don't want to let that tree die or that flower die because when you've collected a certain amount of um, coins and you get coins from letting the flower or the tree grow to its full complete adulthood but when you collect a certain amount of coins then you can use those coins to buy actual real life plants and trees and flowers so what forest does is it goes and plants actual trees out in the real physical world in real life (laughs) and then you're also getting more done in your personal life through the planting of these digital flowers And if you use this app over the course of a year or longer, or even just a couple of months, then you'll start to notice that an entire garden, like a digital garden, has been created underneath this app. And it's kind of cool to see all of the different tasks that you've done over the course of a certain time. And the the result of that is this beautiful garden. And so it's really neat. And it's kind of cute to see these flowers grow. And if you click on the flower, it's like studied for 15 minutes. And you're like, wow. Studying actually made a difference in my life and the life of the planet because a flower was planted in real life. And then also, look at this little digital space that I've created. I've got a garden, and none of these flowers or plants will die. So if you're bad at gardening or you don't have a green thumb, you can always just use a digital garden. Hey, awesome, right? Okay, so moving on to number five. Number four, of course, was set an alarm. Number five is going to be step outside every three hours for at least 10 minutes. This is also going to be a big game changer because if you are working at home and you've got your alarm set and you're just trucking through these projects, these activities, these work tasks, then you're going to realize, hey, I missed my lunch hour. I didn't see, you know, the sunshine all day long. I've been just clocking away these hours in my bedroom. Maybe the the windows are closed or maybe the TV was on. I don't know. And you've just been doing all this work and, and the whole day's gone by. So set an alarm aside from your normal alarm that's going to help you get these tasks taken care of. Set an alarm on your microwave or your stove to go off every three hours to remind you to get up stretch, go walk your your dog for a minute or kind of take a lap around the parking lot or whatever you whatever's resources are available to you. Just get outside for 5 to 10 minutes and breathe in some fresh air. It's going to become it's going to help you become more productive and it's going to help your day go by a lot a lot faster if you kind of break it up in increments like that. So number 6 is to make sure that you're eating and drinking water. Like I mentioned, in that last tip, sometimes you can work through your lunch break if you're working from home and you don't have your coworker to come by your office and give a little tap on your cubicle door and say, hey, time to go to lunch, you know? So um, make sure that you're breaking for lunch. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water throughout your day. If you want a little bit of help with this, I have a resource available on toryblackman.com. Go to resources, toryblackman.com slash resources, and you can download my daily planner and it has a little water tracker on that daily planner. So if you download it and you print it off, you can not only track your day, but you can also track the amount of water that you've been drinking throughout the day. So that's very helpful as well. And I do track my water daily. Sometimes I get all the way up to eight glasses. Other times like today, I need a couple more more cups of water to even just make a knot on that uh, that little tracker that I have. So um, I need to get my water intake for today. But that little tracker can help you drink lots of water throughout the day. And it also helps you keep up with your meals and any snacks that you might have had. So make sure you're taking snack breaks. 
You can even do that while you're outside. If you're taking 10 minute little breaks um, every three hours, then you can use that time to get a little glass of water in or to, to eat a snack. Don't forget to stay healthy. Number seven is do not reach for your smartphone whenever there is a spare moment. You're not gonna get anything done that way. Instead, use the micro free moments. If you've got little free moments in between tasks, use those micro free moments for self-reflection and self-care. Plus, this is way less distracting for others, especially if you have other people who are working from home and y'all are sharing that home space. It's now a workspace. And maybe your partner or your friend or your roommate is on their phone the entire day and you're just trying to clock away these work hours. And it's super distracting to keep hearing them laughing at memes or if they keep bugging you saying, look at this or look at this or sending you this in Instagram messenger or whatever it is. So um, just... Use those micro free moments to get some breath work in, maybe do a little meditation or step outside. Don't reach for your phone every time there's a free moment in your workday. Just because you're working at home doesn't mean you get to just scroll the gram. Plus, it gets really boring after a few days. All right, well, I know that I said seven work from home tips, but I've got an extra one. I'm going to throw in a bonus number eight for you guys just for sticking it out with me to the end of this podcast. So number eight is a double doozy. Get yourself a nice candle and a good playlist. Music sets the mood and so does scents. I love good smelling scents. So light up a candle and put on some good music, maybe something upbeat, maybe something relaxing, whatever your speed is. In fact, I've created a upbeat playlist that is designed specifically with this COVID-19 work from home era in mind. So if you are wanting to listen to some upbeat music and some music that's feel good and that'll help you, you know, lift your spirits during this bogged down era of working from home, then head on over to Contagious Victories on Instagram and check out that playlist. I'll also drop it in the Contagious Victories Facebook community. So if you're a Facebook member over there, then you can utilize this playlist probably before anyone else, which if you're not a member of our Contagious Victories community, might be good incentive to go on over there and join the fun we're having. All you have to do is type in Contagious Victories under groups on Facebook, and it should be the first one to pop up. So get on over there, and I will give you that playlist. You can check it out on the Instagram as well, and I'll even put it on ContagiousVictories.com. If you're not on Facebook and Instagram, but you're listening to the podcast, then you can still utilize that playlist and help your workday go by a little bit easier with some good tunes. So hopefully that'll that'll help you out. And if you like it, let me know. I can start putting together playlists for you if that's something that y'all want. I'm actually really open to hearing what it is that you need from me right now. So I know I have some listeners all over the world. We've got some people listening from Germany, from Spain, from Ireland even, and then plenty of people in the U.S. I've got 17 states listening. So shout out to all of you listeners. And I'm I'm really wanting to get to know y'all. We've made it to almost 20 episodes of the Contagious Victories podcast, and I'm at a place where I'm looking to uh, gear it more towards what y'all want. Like, I've gotten my foot in the door with the show, and I'm getting comfortable talking to y'all, and I want to hear what y'all need from me. Words of encouragement or inspiration or more meditations and affirmations, or if it's cool stories that, you know, are from my friends and family that come on and talk, or if you want to come on and talk and share your story, 
no matter what it is, it can be anything. As long as it's upbeat and positive and it is centered around a creative lifestyle, I'm game. Just let me know what you need by contacting me through a DM on Instagram at onceapon a underscore Tori. That's the best way to get in touch with me. And like I said, I want to hear from y'all. I want to know what you're craving, what you need right now, no matter what it is. Just let me know. That's been another episode of Contagious Victories, and hopefully you found the tips and tricks that I provided for you about working at home valuable. I actually came across another one right before I was ending this podcast, so I'm actually going to throw in one more for you. Have you ever heard of eye yoga? This is something that's kind of new to me, but it's totally a thing. I will link an article about it in the show notes, but eye yoga apparently rests the muscles that are overused when we're looking at blue light and stuff, and it can help you whether you're staring at a screen or just reading a lot of small print if you're like doing contracts and stuff. Anyways, eye yoga can help relieve headaches, and it's really easy to do. All you have to do is like some eye rolls. You can focus on shifting your gaze, long distance, short distance type thing. Not a pro, just discovered this literally within the last five minutes, but I had to throw it in there. It was just too good and it related too well with today's topic. So um, check it out. And if you do end up using it, or maybe you've heard of it before, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know how you like it. Cause I'm going to definitely try this out probably as soon as I end this podcast. So eye yoga might be the new craze. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for listening. And again, reach out to me if you need anything or if you want to share a topic on the show. I'm Tori Blackman, and this has been the Contagious Victories Podcast, episode 19. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Contagious Victories Podcast. If the show inspired you to share your own victory story, I'm here to tell you the world deserves to hear it. Submit it to me online at ToriBlackman.com. Review and subscribe if that feels right. Telling a friend about the show helps Contagious Victories to grow. Plus, we all appreciate a little sunshine. I'm Tori B. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon.